0: Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: And welcome back to part two of our exploration through the virtual reality collaboration series from Armands & Briggery.
1: Indeed, it is the second of a two-parter, which is exciting.
0: It is for us, certainly. Mm. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the first episode yet, please, please do.
1: Otherwise you won't understand what's going on. You'll
0: certainly understand less. Just as a reminder, we had a lovely milkshake IPA and a phenomenal imperial stout in the last episode, which were two of the five amazing collaborations yeah, that and Armington did.
1: Do you know what's nice is that I realise they sort of bookended it rather beautifully because we we started with the lowest ABV and the highest ABV, so That's now true, we're doing we the three in the middle. Which I think it's quite nice.
0: We are, and I still find it quite interesting that. Armundsen, I guess, chose to number them in such a way that didn't go from weakest to strongest.
1: Yes, I find that interesting as well. I'd love to know what the reason is why they're specifically numbered that way. Is is it the order in which the collaboration's happened? Uh, Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe it's it's more of a chronological thing. Yeah, it might be more chronological. So, you know, uh, if you're listening, Armundsen, do get in touch and uh, please elucidate. We'd love to know whether there's another reason behind the... uh, the numbering.
0: We sure would. But anyway, back to part two's beers. We have three left to sample and chat about. Mm, Yum, yum. The first one, a collaboration with Northern Brewing, which is a triple-fruited smoothie with mango, guava, passion fruit, coconut, and marshmallow. Oh, (gasps) drool. Oh,
1: that was a mouthful to say, and I'm looking forward to a mouthful
0: of it in a moment. And this is a pastry
1: sour Yummy. I love a pastry sour. What else have we got? We
0: also <laughs> will then move on to a collaboration with Wylam Brewery, which is Excellent. a mocha, coconut and vanilla macaroons, which is an imperial oh. pastry stout. us. And to finish off today, we will have a collaboration that they did with Levig chocolate-covered peanut butter and toffee sundae. Now, this one excites me the most purely for the reason that it is an Imperial White Pastry Stout.
1: Hello. Mm. Which sounds absolutely
0: incredible. And just to mention yum, before, yum, yum. I know Matthew's going to sort of chat a little bit about the three breweries for you, just to give a bit of background info. Um, we're just going to start off very nice and lightly at 8%. Yum,
1: yum. Uh, We're then going to kick
0: off with the two stouts. The first one is 11.5%. We then finalise with the white stout, which is 11%. So we're not quite going in order of strength, as I say. We're just using the numbering system that we have yet to learn where it came from.
1: Indeed, just so. So, to give you a small amount of background about uh, these brews, firstly, North Brewing Co., uh, founded in Leeds in 2015. Another northern brewery. Indeed, another one from Leeds, in fact. So that's rather good. We know they're going to be excellent. And they were founded by John uh, Gingell. Gingell? Um, Please do correct me, John, if that's not right. And uh, Christian Townsley, who uh, I think had been brewing together since the 90s, 1997, I want to say. And uh, they opened a nice little brewery in Taproom uh, near uh, a legendary Leeds beer spot called North Bar. So that's why it's called North Brewing and uh, established themselves as as a top craft brewery in, in the north of England. Uh, as we know, there are plenty of good ones up there. sure are. And then we will be moving on to Wylam. And they were founded by a couple of chaps called John Boyle and Robin Layton in, <laughs> in a potting shed, as it happens, nice. in the village of Wylam, Northumberland. So they are named after the, the village they come from. And uh, they're, they're a little bigger than a potting shed these days, but uh, I always like it when a, a good craft brewery starts small like that. You know that it's done with love. Real love. And then finally we have another kind of big name in Norwegian craft brewing, along with Armundsen, which is uh, Levig Aktebruggerie. And they are based in Stavanger. So you've got Armundsen in Oslo and, and Levig in Stavanger. And they were founded in 2003, and uh, in fact, in 2010, uh, hired an American chap called Mike Murphy as their head brewer. And uh, that's when they really sort of geared up in a big way towards producing high-end craft beers. Um, for the first few years, they, they mostly did just sort of a Pilsner, essentially, as, uh, as a substitute for, well, basically a production of a local beer called To Pilsner. Uh, was moved to Oslo from Stavanger, and so they set up to sort of brew a replacement, essentially a substitute for that. And then they started doing, you know, more kind of innovative, experimental, fun, crafty stuff when they hired Mike Murphy. So that's a little bit about them. And which one are we starting with again? It's, it's the one with North, is, is it not? the North, one with three? North,
0: a pastry sour to start Yeah, with.
1: that's the one. Yum, yum, yum. Just as a reminder, nice.
0: triple-fruited smoothie with mango, guava, passion fruit, coconut, and marshmallow.
1: Yeah, it got to be said in the proper voice. It can't not be. That was that was bordering on Joanna Lumley. Beautiful.
0: I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said to
1: me. <laughs> Don't worry, it won't laugh.
0: Good, because I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> you're starting to look at me funny now as well. Or, or maybe you're looking at the beer. I can't quite tell from this distance. Oh, oh
1: it, it's, it's the beer, yeah. Yeah, sure. My you eyes you, are on that. You oh, tell boy. yourself that. <laughs> Does it smell good?
0: No, it doesn't smell good. (laughs) (laughs) It smells
1: great. Yeah. Get a poured, man. Oh, I'm pouring.
0: I'm pouring, and just instantly it has that colour that you associate with the various beers that we've had that have had a guavery flavour. It's got that really sort of thick... Yeah.
1: Rubicon S. It does look juicy. Murkiness. I'm looking over at you, watching you pour these, and I'm so excited, my toes have started wriggling.
0: <laughs> Calm down, dear.
1: Hmm. Looks good. Here it comes, here it comes. Thank you. I have an excellent waiter today. I must admit.
0: Don't push it. <laughs> Remember, I'm the one with the beers next to me. You're not.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good point. I'll be nice. There we go. <laughs> so, oh, so I've just dived in there with my nose for the first time, and whoa, that's some fruity, fruity, fruitiness.
0: Oh, massively. Is, I mean, oh, that's fruitier than. Definitely getting a, the guava, like I mentioned before. Definitely passion fruit. You
1: definitely can get that mango coming through as well. It's just yeah.
0: tropical explosion.
1: Yeah, that's fruitier than our banter. <laughs> what? <laughs> gotcha. You,
0: you did I was I was not prepared for that.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's got loads and loads of mango passion fruit just oh, pineapple, coconut, incredible fruitiness on the nose. It, I... It's it's all there and I I think we should not wait a second longer.
0: Correct. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Boom. That's. The
0: silence is saying it all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my goodness.
1: Goodness gracious me. Other BBC
0: sitcoms are available?
1: (laughs) Goodness gracious Great Balls of Fire.
0: Other songs are available? (laughs)
1: That one's American. That should be all right. Are the Jerry
0: Lee Lewis songs are available?
1: Oh, no. Surely that one's uh, been around long enough to be um, publicly available.
0: Do you think they can tell that we're stalling to try and work out what we're actually going to say about this beer?
1: Oh, they'll realise that now. Oops. (laughs) Maybe I should say great beers of fire. Is that okay?
0: I think it is. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's go with that. Anyway. I mean, this is a, this is amazing. Back to back <laughs> to the task at hand. This is delicious.
0: incredible. I was maybe expecting it to be a little thicker in texture with the sort of the marshmallow. Not that it isn't, thick, but it mm. is a little thinner than I was expecting. It's, it. Uh, to be. Yeah,
1: that that's fair. I think it's it's juicy. Oh, it's it's seriously juicy. It is hella juicy, but. I no, I I know what you mean. It's not quite as thick as I was expecting. Not in a bad way. No, not at all. Just on anticipation just, basis, yeah. really. Um, it's also uh, it it's sort of got a noticeable, just at, sort of at the moment, it's it goes in your mouth. Right at the front of the palate, it, it's got a real fizziness to it. Um, from you know, j- just lots and lots of of kind of sp- very sparkly carbonation. Um, which I think is nice because it sort of, with that fruitiness, it kind of, and the juiciness, it kind of creates a, a, a feeling almost like you're having a buck's fizz for a moment or two.
0: Actually, that's a really good description because you I know. I completely agree with you with the fizziness, but it, mm. for me, it's hitting the tongue at almost exactly the same time as that mm. sort of passion fruity tartness.
1: Yeah, because it, it the the sparkle just dissipates really nice and quickly, and then you're left with that. Um. That sort of not puckery, but slightly sharp, slightly tart. Uh, passion mainly passion fruit. I would say mango and passion fruit for me are, are number one and two in the fruit stakes. There.
0: Yeah, I think I'm. I definitely agree with you on the passion fruit. I think mm. I'm possibly getting a little bit more of the guava than the mango.
1: Yeah, I think it was close though. The guava definitely comes there. The sort of the passion fruit and mango come in first. And then the guava sort of follows in behind.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I, I do think, agree with you on that. With a
1: little bit of, a, l- then, a little bit more tartness, and then just as you're swallowing, that's when the coconut hits. That's when the coconut hits and gives you a nice little, kind of mellows it all out with a nice bit of sweetness. So it it sort of it evolves on your tongue. This, this brew, it's, it it truly great. does. And then that
0: just really nice underlying mallowy sweetness just to balance out that sharp and tartness yeah. of the fruits as well
1: it does give it a kind of it, actually it adds to the juiciness in the sense that it, it gives a sort of slightly sticky quality yes which makes it feel even more like juice and it, it certainly looks like it i mean this is a beautiful um bright sunshine or orange really opaque i mean it, it looks like just the orange juice really it does, but
0: it just mm. has that slightly more or tropical juice, maybe. glowy nature to it.
1: Yeah. Um, I oh, I just got a lovely bit of this coconut there. Oh, oh. It is dank, yeah, for sure. It is definitely danky, dank, danky muck dank face. What am I on about? God, this is and this is the <laughs> number still, one. We've still got two more, this and is... they're stronger than this. Oh dear. Pray for me, Dude, please. Pray for him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What are we thinking rating-wise? I'm trying to think back to the first two that we had and just trying to fit it in. Yeah. I mean, it's a very different style of beer, but as it's part of the same series, I'm trying to yeah sort of think about how it's going to fit in. I mean, you know me. I love a sour.
1: Indeed. I think this is... I mean, this is going to get a good rating. It's not going to get a bad rating for me. Good, I think... I'll hit you. <laughs> yeah, <fair. laughs> I think... It hits all the right notes in terms of the juiciness and as a sour. For me, as a specifically pastry sour, there's a little bit lacking in the sense that the the pastry element isn't there so much. I know what you mean. And and I know, you know, a pastry sour doesn't automatically have to taste off pastries and have to be malty or, or what have you. I think what I mean is, Um, it's very, very fruity and there is a sweetness to it, but it, it, I think it needs a little bit more of that. Potentially. Not to say it's badly balanced. I'm I'm not going to go that far. Um, I think it's, it's a very good beer. Very good. I'm really enjoying it, but it falls short of perfection in my view. So I think I'm going to give it something like a 3.75. It's almost a four, but it's not quite there.
0: I'm not going to lie. When you were saying that, I do agree with you, but I still feel that you've given it a higher rating than I was expecting to come out of your mouth. Hmm. I thought you were going to say maybe a 3.25 or a 3.5 then.
1: Oh, no. I I don't want to be unfair because it's still a very good beer, and it's still... You know, within its stated style, it still does a very good job. That is true. I do believe that. So I'm not going to be too harsh. And, and, you know, the fruity flavours are all, you know, fruity flavours of which I'm particularly fond. <laughs> so I'm not going to well, mark well, it down for that. You and me both. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah.
0: thinking sort of the middle three sort mm. of area at the moment. Yeah. Um, I
1: think it actually, it, it sort of... In a way, I I like it for being a good example of why the style of pastry sour can be so sort of vague and hard to define.
0: True. It's certainly very different to other pastry sours we've had with the same sort of
1: fruit profile. Indeed, even recently. Indeed. So, yeah, oh, yeah. See, I just... There's moments when a lovely big hit of, of coconut wafts over my palate and I just think, yeah, you know what? That that mouthful was more sweet than the last one because the last one was more tart and that means it's a complex beer and I like this. Mm. So I mean it is definitely a totally
0: hard. tropical taste.
1: It's so tropical. So what are you going other, other?
0: Other other tropical fizzy based beverages are available.
1: Rubicon. What? <laughs> Who said that?
0: I mean I didn't use the Rubicon catchphrase, but yeah. <laughs> I think at the moment, I'm thinking along the 3.5 mark. Yeah, yeah. Possibly a 3.75. It, it, it is exceptionally good.
1: Mm-hmm. It is exceptionally good. Fair uh, enough.
0: You're yeah. right, it's just it's not quite firing on every cylinder.
1: Yeah. I thought this might... Uh, when, when I tasted it, I thought this might potentially be one where we might differ a little in terms of ratings. Um, we
0: tend to on Sours, though, don't we? Basically yeah, as it rule. often
1: can happen, yeah.
0: But yeah. a wonderful start to part two, I think. Mm.
1: Very much so, and you know, I'm excited to try the two desserts that we've got oh. coming. Oh yeah, I mean, this is me too. This is a lovely sort of fruit salad, and and now One we've deep got breakfast cocktail. If we breakfast cocktail, a <laughs> and now we've got the lovely indulgent puddings to follow. Actually, that's a point worth mentioning. Eight percent ABV. This does not taste anything like that.
0: No, you're absolutely right, it doesn't. It goes down far too easily. But still, a light start to this part. Can we do another one, please? Oh, go on, then. Yay! And as already mentioned, our second beer for this part, or indeed virtual reality number four... Is the Mocha Coconut and Vanilla Macaroons Imperial Pastry Stouts collaboration with Wylam. Mm. We haven't talked about the can artwork much this time because we talked about it quite a lot we in did. part one. We did indeed. But what I would like to say is, in my personal opinion, this is the most aesthetically pleasing out of all of them because of the colours that are used. It's a lot I, brighter. Yeah,
1: I love the colour scheme of this one.
0: Everything just really pops out of the really wonderful cartoony pop
1: arty sort of design that they've got. Yeah. Also, could you do me a favor and just read out the name of it again, as in what's in it, because every single word of that was magnificent.
0: Mocha coconuts and vanilla macaroons. Imperial pastry stout.
1: Oh, oh dear
0: <laughs> Keep making noises like that, you're not gonna get any. <laughs>
1: I make no apology. (laughs) (laughs) If that doesn't make you dribble, then I don't know what's going to. This. Yep, that'll do it. Oh, hello. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And I didn't say I was dribbling from my mouth either. But yeah, you've never. <laughs> Although I very much am, of course. I mean, the, the front of my shirt is covered in drool at this point.
0: I'm glad that you've shared that with them, so I'm not the only one that has to suffer it.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just trying to paint a picture of how delicious. It's not this Not a beer very looks. appealing
0: picture at the <laughs> moment, I tell you. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to emphasise, then, perhaps, how delicious this beer looks and sounds and almost certainly is. You've know, yeah, got okay. to paint a picture with words, man. That's what we're about.
0: Sorry, I'm currently debating with myself in my head. Do I give you this or not?
1: I'll behave. <laughs> gimme, give gimme. Give Brainy want treaty. Right, mm, I'm taking num. it back. Num num num. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stop it. I mean, it's an imperial stout. Yeah. There is nothing that we can say about what it looks like that we haven't said before about yeah, other imperial I mean, stouts. It's dark. It's light draining. Yep. It's at eleven and a half percent. So there is zero head to yeah. speak of.
1: Truth is, um. If you know your onions, or you've listened to us before, you know what this looks like.
0: I can't smell onions in this. Oh, did I say onions?
1: Sorry, I meant beer. Okay.
0: I mean, definitely huge mocker hit
1: on the nose. Yeah, very much so. That's um, that's really rich and on the nose. There's a big sweet hit of something I can't quite put my finger on.
0: Vanilla macaroons.
1: I guess it must be. Yeah, but it, it's a sort of. It's a little bit, uh, not caramelly, it's
0: a... it's a bit chocolatey as well. Yeah, it's a bit chocolatey
1: and it's a bit of a just kind of sugary smell, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think it does. It's, I mean, sugary rather than syrupy like when we had the maple French toast one before. Yeah. That was definitely syrupy. Exactly. This is just sweetness, isn't it? That's...
1: It is, in a very pleasant way though. I, you know, oh, massively! Saying it smells sugary doesn't actually sound very appealing, but it—it it, sounds it more smells... appealing
0: than your drooling shirt, mate. I tell you that now. True,
1: but it, it does smell <laughs> very nice. I will say that.
0: Oh, let's, let's please.
1: Let's, let's just do a into deep dive. It. Let's go. For Cheers, it. all. Cheers. Ooh, that is decadent. That yes, that's exactly the word, decadent. One might also possibly add indulgent. Luxuriant. Ooh.
0: Bloody good.
1: Bloody good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's he- it's wow. It's, it's rich. Oh, God, yes. It's another one of those moments where I'm really quite... Pleased isn't quite the right word, but I'm glad that we're sharing a 440ml can rather than having no, one to I ourselves. Because I say, think yeah. it would get difficult to drink once you hit sort of yeah. that two thirds of the way through. But in my a good way. Goodness, yes, it's amazing.
1: It, I mean, look, if you like an imperial stout or a dessert stout, you will love this. Absolutely, no question. This this is ooh, it's naughty. This is. I mean, just... Mm. Okay, I'm going to try and do an actual proper analysis now. (laughs) About bloody time. Definitely, what's kind of overarching, I think, for me, kind of all the way through its journey across my palate is is the mocha. You know, that sort of chocolatey coffee flavour is just kind of there all the way through. And then you get layers of other things. It starts off with that Big, sweet hit of roasty, malty, almost pastry sort of hit of sweetness. Which, well, it is, of course, which, which an is, imperial pastry stout. Exactly. It I mean, It's definitely that. It's kind of like a, I don't know, maybe like a glazed pastry, possibly. Mm. And, <laughs> and then that then kind of develops into a, a lovely distinct but subtle vanilla, you know, not kind of obnoxiously sweet vanilla, like kind of vanilla essence, more like, you know, uh, vanilla pot or vanilla extract, you know, like proper vanilla, if mm. that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: It's kind of a... The the macaroon part, I think, is the trickiest part to define, but I think, from my point of view at least, it's not so much that it, it tastes of macaroon, because that's kind of a nothing you think as macaroons come in all sorts of different flavors apart from anything else macaroons define or macaron um as uh i will always insist on calling them i'm I'm a massive pedant (laughs) a
0: massive something
1: it's not to be fair when it comes to macaron it's not just me my wife will also insist on calling a macaron rather than macaroons it's a thing my point my point i think if i can remember what it was was going to be that it's kind of... I suppose there's a sort of... Am I just trying to justify this? Is there a sort of vague almondiness? No, I think it's more a feeling you get as you drink it. That it kind of feels like you're drinking a sort of mocha vanilla flavoured macaron. Rather than it being... Rather than it sort of tasting of macaron. If, if we're talking about it being a pastry stout, the pastry in question is... A macaroon, macaron. A hey, macarena.
0: I knew you were going <laughs> to do that. I, I just knew. I don't know. Now that you've said it, does
1: that there's... make any sense at all? No, I, I think it does. Now that
0: you've said it, and it's only starting to pick up as I sort of slowly sip this thing. That sort of as it reaches the the towards the middle to the back of your tongue and you're swallowing. There is. I'm not sure. I'd necessarily go so far as to say almondy flavour, but I am getting that sort of marzipan, frangipani, thai
1: Right, yeah, yeah Just essence, Yeah, you know, just it essence It is
0: definitely there Yeah, more so than actually it, the, the coconut which is on the can get, Exactly, it, it's, it's not the, the coconut isn't there anywhere near as prominently as it has been in other coconut flavour profiles of other beers of this series mm. It's
1: not so much a flavour as a feeling
0: Oh well, I'm getting a bit of flavour
1: yeah, but I mean in this specific instance.
0: Okay. Oh, you mean the coconut? Yeah. Sorry, I thought we were still talking about the marjapan Japan.
1: No, I mean that. That and the coconut are all sort of bound up together. I uh, mean, in, in it being a kind of general overall essence rather than a specific flavour that you can pick out. I wouldn't say that's necessarily the case. The flavour is mostly of, of mocha and roastiness and vanilla. Yeah, That's fair. More I mean sort of I a feeling when it comes to the pastry I am, side I am getting
0: things. a minor element of flavor in terms of the that sort of macaron macaroon macarena McDonald's Macallan Macallan
1: Macallan nice
0: All of those uh, No definitely
1: that sort of that, that macaron Does that ma- mean ma- macaroons ma- are Scottish? I always thought they were French. <laughs> 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 macaroons Macarons. Oh, it's a mighty clan. No,
0: oh, they're only little. <laughs>
1: I feel like we've gone off topic again.
0: We're good at that, especially when we're drinking yeah. beer that's eleven and a half percent.
1: Yes, do do um. You know, cut us a bit of slack, guys. We're drinking beers that are over eleven percent here. And if this makes There's the final I'm very surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, it, it's. I think you can tell from the way that we are waffling. Yeah, it is strong. It doesn't taste overtly strong. I mean, you no. can tell it's eleven and a half percent, but it you doesn't can. taste boozy. Well, again, it tastes I strong think but not boozy. Does that's that make sense?
1: It, yeah, no, uh, that makes perfect sense. It's like the second one we drank in part one, the twelve percenter. You you actually described it perfectly there when you said it tastes strong, not boozy. I think that's actually the exact right way to put it. But also, you can tell
0: from our absolute waffle, it is one of those beer meditatifs, for sure, that he's always waffling on about. But there is, what I like about that, though, is that this is a very, really simple brief. If you look at the flavours they're trying to do, mocha chocolate, vanilla macaron. I mean, coffee, chocolatey sort of flavours are things that are prominent in... dare I say all imperial stouts anyway because of the nature of what you're doing and that's not saying it to put it down because what they've done here is they've taken Mm. what is perceivably a very straightforward brief and made it really bloody complicated
1: (laughs) they have yeah there's a you know as you can probably tell there's a lot to unwrap with this beer there really is
0: thoughts on rating
1: tricky to be honest Okay, I think the only fair thing to do is, because this is this is an excellent example of a terrific Imperial Pastry Stout, no question, but I think it's only fair not to rate it higher or lower than the one we did in part one.
0: Uh the banana, French toast, maple, mm-hmm.
1: different sticky, fra- syrupy pro- goodness. Yeah, different flavour profile, obviously, but hits the nail on the head again, of that flavour play- profile, and similar style of beer, similar strength as well. True. So I think it's pretty much on par with that, so I think I'm going to have to give it the same rating, which was a four, I believe. It was around fact, that S- mark. S- I think you I said up- four slash I- 4.25, I- 4.
0: Yeah. potentially. I-,
1: I That's it. I re-untapped it, because as as we talked about, we, we made a bit of a con, con-, 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 con- with that before. Um, so I upgraded it. After we did part one from three point seven five to four. Ooh. Yes, I've re untapped it. I don't often untap a beer twice, but I did that because I decided to change my mind. And so I think I'm gonna give this the same rating. Four.
0: You think that's fair. I'm I'm thinking along the four yeah. sort of line. I I think I prefer drinking this one to the other one. Mm. Purely because I think the actual the that's flavors reasonable. are appealing to me a little bit more the other one was phenomenal it sure. really was i think i personally prefer this one a touch more but again that falls That's into entirely, that 0.1 0.15 difference if you're able to do it so right. i is think
1: it, is it the full 0. 0.25 difference That's, i don't think yeah, it is right exactly.
0: no i really don't think it is
1: yeah but it has to be said if this is getting a four That's pretty spectacularly good rating.
0: It is a a truly spectacular rating for a truly
1: spectacular brew. Yeah, a beer has to be special to get four and above from us.
0: It really does. Yeah. But with that said, shall we move on to what I personally think is the most exciting one of the whole lot?
1: I think it would be extremely rude not to. Good. So we'd better. We'd better. And let's see how many people actually get this. To reference a slightly obscure early 2000s Lee Evans sitcom, so what now?
0: Do you actually go out and find these references, or are you just full of useless crap?
1: My brain is a Fort Knox repository of useless trivia. Clearly. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway... VR5, we've finally come to the end of our adventure that is the Armonzen Virtual Reality Collaboration Series.
1: I'm excited, but a little sad that it's ending.
0: Me too, but just as a reminder, if you do a little bit of Googling, like we said in Episode 1, you may be able to find some of them somewhere. It's unlikely you'll find them in your independent beer and bottle shops, which, of course, we always want you to support local. Always. But some... Internet research. I'm sure you'll be able to find at least a few of these, if not all five of them.
1: Yeah, and and all of these are worth shopping around for. These beers,
0: they definitely are. If you want a reminder of what they look like, please do remember that all the pictures will be put onto our Instagram page, Boozer and the Brain. And with that said, on to VR five, the Scandi Collective.
1: Oh yes, with Lervig, a Norwegian powerhouse.
0: Sorry, I just need to prepare myself for this. Chocolate-covered peanut butter and toffee sundae, imperial, white, stout.
1: Dear God.
0: I know, right? It's kicking in at 11%. The artwork is just screaming peanut butter with that orangey-brown.
1: It really does, with hints of purple as well, which I like.
0: Hints of purple makes me think a little bit about that Americanized peanut butter and jam, jelly. Jam, sandwiches, and it just looks incredible. I can't say anything more. Let's get it open.
1: Oh, yeah. No more talk. This is too exciting. for any of that? Oh. Just
0: from opening it, I need to do the talking now because I have the beer in front of me. It's oozing aromas of peanut butter. It's incredible.
1: And it's so lively. It's trying to escape the can of its own accord, so I better get it poured. Yeah. Let's give it somewhere to escape to, shall we?
0: Somewhere singular, right? Not plural. We don't want any of this one, do you? Nice
1: try, my friend. Yeah, it was worth a go, I'll give you that. Not letting you get away with it, though. (laughs) Also, was have here. That was a shocking mock-up of German and English. What am I doing?
0: I don't know, but please stop before you embarrass yourself any further.
1: I'm glad you added the any further to that, because, honestly, I think that ship sailed. Now, then. Now, then. Now, then. What have we here?
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, Jimmy.
1: <laughs> now, then. Now, then. Now, then. No, uh, no. Ooh. Dangerous territory? Very dangerous. <laughs> I shall backtrack and retract my statement. Um, Then, now. Then, now. Then, now. What?
0: <laughs> my god, man, come on. You're better than that.
1: I'm really not, though.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> For those of you that don't know white stouts, it's a type of beer I've been lucky enough to have a couple of before. I've had one imperial white stout before, but it was a special release. How to describe it though? It looks nothing like a stout.
1: It's a sort of sort of dark, caramelly toffeeish, burnished gold color.
0: Yeah, I think so that's a, fair. A
1: white stout basically is, you know, very much like a black IPA. It the idea is that the color is inverted. You know, it's not the color it's meant to be. So it's Got all the Hallmark's uh, flavour and aroma-wise of a stout, but it's not dark. And, you know, equally a black IPA is one that's got all the Hallmark's flavour and aroma-wise of an IPA, but it's very dark. So, this looks golden, albeit dark golden, but still very definitely not a dark beer.
0: Bronze, almost. Yeah,
1: exactly. bronzy. But it smells... Oh, man, oh, man, that smells... That smells like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Other sweet treats and confectionery are available. (laughs) They
0: are indeed. On the nose, I'm really getting the nose of peanut butter and sweet, crusty pastry on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also a good hit of, of chocolate, actually.
0: A little bit. It's not as prominent for me as the peanut butter and the pastry. It's definitely there, though.
1: Yeah, I think it's sort of... It's sort of wrapped up in the sweetness, generally, I think. I think so. Well, it, it smells phenomenal, and it looks enticing, so no more talk. Let's drink.
0: You took the words right out of my mouth.
1: Good. Now I'm going... Well, I'm not. You're going to put something else in your mouth. This beer. That came out weirder than it sounded in my head.
0: It says more about your head than it does anything else, mate. Well, anyway. In there? Cheers.
1: Cheers. Mm. Apologies in advance for this, but holy shit. Wow. Man, oh man.
0: Holy flirking schnit.
1: Well said. Very carefully said as well. Actually, to reference (laughs) uh, a TV show we've both recently become great big fans of, Holy Forking Shirt.
0: Very good. Thank you. Very good placement of words there.
1: (laughs) Nice.
0: This is outstanding. It's silky. That's the first thing I get from it. It's smooth. It's sort of smooth, but it's wonderfully silky.
1: It is sort of smooth, and it's so soft as well. It's pillowy. It is. It's It's also sort of deep. It is sort of deep, but it's
0: dangerous. It tastes nothing like being 11%.
1: Not even close. Alright, to be fair, I think if you took a really big glug of it, and, and we are, I suppose because we know that it's 11%, we're sipping delicately and politely and, you know, very... With, with great sophistication. But I think if you took a really huge glug of this, you would be able to tell that this is strong. But drinking the way we're drinking, it doesn't taste as strong as it is.
0: It really doesn't. I this beer is really special. I mean, the whole range of them, don't get me wrong, the whole range of them
1: outstanding, have
0: been incredible, but yeah. this feels like it's a cut above.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. It's so impressive. And
0: the one thing I would comment I mean, yes, white stout compared to the dark stouts that are otherwise available in this series of beers. The others... As I've said before, I I felt like if I was trying to drink a 440ml can of them, I would probably struggle in places. I think it's the same with this one, but not as much. I think I would get through this one a lot easier than the Darker Stouts. They were a lot thicker in terms of flavour as much as in terms of texture.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, this does have a lot of that rich peanut butter sweetness.
0: It does. That's that's the thing that would stop me from being able to drink a whole thing yeah. is is the richness rather than the syrupiness mm. like we've had with with others.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, it is it is rich without sort of without feeling mega thick uh, in terms of the texture. And actually, it's not quite as st- sort of sticky. It doesn't have that stickiness of the last one, for example. Very However, true. that's not to its detriment.
0: No, it's still not at all.
1: smackingly good.
0: It is absolutely outstanding. And with that in mind, I suppose we probably need to talk about what we're gonna give it as a rating.
1: I think we do. Oh, I it's think high. We do it's high. It's high. Even compared to the other four that we've had in this is going to be high yep. for me. Uh phew. hits the mark for me. Ticks all the boxes in terms of criteria. It's gonna be a four point two five for me.
0: Yeah, I think I'm. I'm thinking the same. Part of me is is possibly erring towards 4.5. It's it's seriously quality.
1: Not gonna dissuade you. I'm not gonna go that high myself, but I'm not gonna dissuade you.
0: I think I'm gonna need a few more sips, but it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. 4.25 as a minimum for me. I think it's
1: incredible. Entirely reasonable. I think it's earned that. Well done to this. Uh, what should we call it? This um. Norwegian supergroup of a beer
0: <laughs> It is definitely that and I think that gives us a wonderful opportunity to once again thank the powerhouse that is Briggery. Thank you so much for doing this but also a huge yeah. thank you to Northern Monk, Finback North Brewing Co, Wylam and Lervig for your collaborations and your part in what has been
1: an amazing set of beers. Absolutely. All six breweries here have done a phenomenal job. These have been a fantastic series of beers. They have. You know, they're so, so good in in their incredibly individual and unique ways.
0: They certainly are. And as we've said before, though these not be on their shelves, Mm Mm-hmm. Our wonderful friends Cam at KG's in Didcot has a fantastic array of almonds and beers. He normally stocks a great range of of Leerwig and Northern Monk and a couple of the other collab breweries as well. As well as please do checking out uh, Cambridge Wine Royston. They have a great range of almonds and beers in at the moment that really showcase what this brewery can properly do.
1: Other breweries are available? This isn't the right situation, is it? (laughs)
0: it isn't but of course other breweries are available Mm -hmm. and we will continue to do our best to explore as many of them as we possibly can and with that said i think it leaves me with nothing more to do except say from me boozer
1: and me the brain
0: thanks for putting up with us through a whole weekend's worth of beer sampling if you can do that then you truly are a hardcore fan Oh,
1: you're a stoic bunch
0: You truly are. But thanks ever so much for listening and hopefully we haven't put you off from tuning in again next time.
1: See you very soon, hopefully.
0: Bye-bye.